Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water, water life science, nature's pharma, to learn with education about what you can do for being proactively healthy, and the power of water's influence. Earth has its secrets. Have we been willing to want to learn those secrets? Are they so complex? I don't think so. I've been in research for over 30 years, and I really don't believe it's so complex. I think there's a power out there that we need to understand. I was listening to someone being interviewed that's got a background that's unbelievable recently, and he said, He was asked by this individual, you've been studying for so long as a scientist. You used to be an atheist. Why aren't you an atheist any longer? He said, because I learned there's something more powerful than we are. And that's got to be the faith of all life on Earth, the faith of Earth's life. And I personally, Sharon Kleiner, I believe that that is in the water. And that secret of life has been overlooked. It's common sense. And I had another scientist say, there's people out there like grandmas that can have a common sense with how they look at things, not be so serious and so sensationalisms, uh, sensationalisms to make it so, heavy, so much more complex. Water is our life. And without it, we don't live. And this show, when I originated it over 12 years ago now, is again, it was an invention to create a story so that you could learn a story from us and all these wonderful guests we've had on all these years. We've had guests from all over the world, guests with backgrounds. So you are listening to a radio talk show like you're standing in a laboratory listening to researchers and scientists and physicians and authors and people who gave their lives to studying something to maybe save another life, to learn more about being healthy, learning more about the world out there and what we can teach each other and how much in common we all have. Those Yes, have been extraordinarily unusual, we've been told. And people from all over the world have said, I've learned something by listening. It's like listening to a laboratory and discovery of what might be possible to learn. Now, we've all known that human life is a magic. It's a miracle. Put somebody's heart in your hands. And you will find that that person's heart is a miracle. And if you have it in your hands and you're taking serious that person's life, you will want to work with that life, enjoy that life. And even though you may disagree with them, you may, on many issues and subjects and how they want to live their life, oh, uh, you're going to go up to all these people and say, live your life for me? I want you to live your life for me. Don't do anything unless it's life for me. 
we don't want to do that on this planet. We let people in different countries live their lives, their outlook on life. Even though we disagree and we think sometimes it's challenging and the obstacles are there, but we try our best to look at it like, can we live together? And the, and the idea is, in the story of this show, is we can live together. The, the research we can do together is on this show. But the education is very important to each other. And I think once we remember how delicate and how exciting and how much we can learn... It's when you know that mother is carrying that baby and water. And that baby is developing a brain that is 80 to 85% water before it comes to life on the planet. The baby's surface of the eyes are 99% water before it comes to life on this planet outside that womb. The lungs, the liver, the skin, the blood, the heart, the bones, the kidneys, the muscles, the teeth. Before that baby is born and enters into that water vapor of the atmosphere of where that baby is born, that baby is going to be a percentage of water in the body to live with the vapor of the air, which is water. We never leave the water in our life. From the beginning of the moment, a breath of life to the end of life means dehydration to death. So we are teaching how important that is to research is evaporation of life. We evaporate and we begin with time to evaporate more and more and more to our death. What is an illness? What is our health? It's balance of water and how to live and learning more. Because when that baby arrives, that evaporation of water begins because you're no longer in that pocket of water. And that evaporation, when it begins to evaporate the water daily, notching out of your, coming out of your life like a sieve, all of a sudden it filters out that water. And then you need to learn from birth You've got to maintain that body. You've got to maintain that pace of life. Have you ever noticed a person who wins an Olympics in swimming? When they're swimming and they don't really look like they're going that fast? Have you ever watched swimmers? I used to watch my older daughter, Julia. And they were prepping her way back when she was young for the Olympics. And she was breaking records in water. And I'd noticed she didn't look like she was going very fast, but she kept breaking records that I'd been told some of them are still holding around in different areas. She wasn't, didn't look fast. She was pacing. She learned how to pace her strokes. She knew how, knew how with her mental thinking with those strokes and what she was doing in the water was to pace. And our life should be that pace because we're all living in the water. So as we learn that water is your most important nutrient and most important life, it is a species. You're living in it. 
Today we have a very special guest, Dr. Effie Chow, who is known to be the mother of Chico in America and brought it here. And she has got a commitment and a, to life on this planet about everybody understanding the thousands of years of this Chico treatment to your life, addition to your life, and thinking to your life. We're going to have a lot of fun with this today. And I've heard that they're teaching this to the military, and I really think that there's no one in the military or in law enforcement or anywhere that's in special locations of life for the brain has to be in control of what you're doing is what Effie, Dr. Chow, Dr. Effie Chow is going to teach us today. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Mist, with just a mist, because the humidity of the eyes needs to be replenished to be healthy. Nature's Tears I Mist, patented worldwide, is the only application like it in the world as a technology to be able to humidify the eyes all day long, as often as you wish, with the eye drops that you're applying and any allergies you may have or a vision impairment, turn to Nature's Tears Eye Mist and make it your best friend, I do. We'll listen to our sponsor with just a mist and we'll be back with Dr. Chow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. I'm going to be introducing you to somebody very special today, Dr. Effie Chow. And let me tell you a little bit about her background. It's extraordinary worldwide. Dr. Chow is known to be the mother of Qigong in America and for her instant healings. Dr. Effie Chow is a world-renowned Qigong grandmaster, energy healer, nurse, acupuncturist, author, international speaker, humanitarian, a futurist, and a very much of a visionary worldwide. She uses her life-long knowledge to discuss the importance of water and health today, but... Her background, I need you to know, even though she's very much into understanding the value 
of the water vapor of the air and your breathing, but the water that you drink and the way you proactively want to treat your health every day, she's going to be teaching you something as a pioneer. Uh, she's been rewarded as a pioneer and leader of, an ori- of oriental medicine in the USA. In Ju- uh, July of 2000, Dr. Chow was appointed by President Clinton to bring this to fruition uh, with an original 15-member White House commission on complementing and teaching our country, the United States of America, alternative medicine policies from her countries of China. She is world-renowned. She's a grandmaster of energy healer, a nurse background, acupuncturist, author, international speaker, humanitarian, and more. Her life and her past and her present and her future have been for over 50 years in the experience of doing just what we described to you today. And I'll let her tell you more about herself. Dr. Chow, are you with us? Yes. Hello. Hello, Sharon, and greetings to all the listeners. Well, it's been nice for you to find time. I know how busy you are. But tell us a little, (laughs) tell the audience a little bit about your background. Actually, I'm no busier than anyone else because whatever anyone is busy with, they are busy, even if they're sitting on the beach. That's my philosophy so that uh, we're never too busy. And they say if you want to get something done, then get the busiest person to do it and you will get it done. <laughs> That's what I've heard and, forever. And, yes. Right, and and however, to sustain this uh, sustain this high level of function, I have to say water is the most important besides air that we have to um, to sustain ourselves. Because food we can do without for numbers of days, but and for a long time because a lot of people uh, are on what they call bigu. It's a qigong that people don't eat, but they do drink water, and they do uh, breathe in and, quote, eat the air. This is quite remarkable, and people have lived a long time, but everybody needs water. And I say this because my clients, and I like to start off with an example right now, is that I had a stroke case who was really quite debilitated, uh, was drooling, but not, not fluid water, but, you know, heavy liquid. And she was emaciated and she was weak and could balance, uh, not too well. And she had to be lifted up into the bed and lifted off the bed for years you know, for about two years or so. And she had the stroke about 12 years ago. Well, what did I start her with? She had only two glasses of water a day. And so, therefore, it explains a lot of lack of energy. And her skin was uh, dry. So I started her drinking water and said, well, she was tiny, so I said, well, six cups a day, six 10-ounce cups a day. And then 
um, you know, take it at your at your own convenience. Well, she her skin uh, had a better uh, coloring and texture to her skin, and it wasn't as wrinkly, and she felt more energy. Of course, at the same time, we got her breathing deeply because breath is oxygen and drinking is water and it sustains the body. So we got her also moving, getting up and off the bed by herself in my first treatment with her. Now, she hasn't done this for two years. And the first thing I did was gave her adequate water and then of course we improved her appetite and all that so she had a hard time eating because she was so dry in her throat that it was hard to swallow and this is why also that she she drooled because she didn't have enough energy to even swallow so that was miraculous and we're so so happy and this is just a typical a typical example of a lot of cases that I have, whether it's heart or cancer or diabetes or whatever, you know, even common colds that they don't drink enough water, they are susceptible to colds. Their autoimmune system or their immune system is at risk. And so, the, with water, it also brings up the immune system. So, anyway, now, so Dr. About- Chow, you have a background of understanding the importance of this with a lot of education and experience and research of your own. Tell the audience how you got started into where into studying what you've done and why you believe that that breathing. Of the of the air is and and of course I look at it like you're breathing water because the air air that we breathe is water vapor in the atmosphere. Yes, it's a water yes. that we live with. Uh, you've taught them how to breathe, but why did you year way back in time decide to dedicate your life to teaching people how to breathe that moisture in the air to breathe and learn how to breathe correctly? Um, that's a long history because I grew up with it. I was fortunate to grow up with traditional Chinese medicine concept in practice. And again, I witnessed very, very special miracles that happened before I went into nursing. And we talk about food as, uh, as medicine. And we talk about water is what give us the hydration and the energy and the moisture for our skin because the skin is the largest organ in the body. And so with our, with our uh, well, when I grew up, you know, we didn't have the terrible um, environmental crisis that we do now with so much chemicals in the air and, and uh, the dryness of the air etc. So but we were made to be aware of that that we must we must have moisture for our skin as well. 
So we witnessed acupuncturists uh, and Qigong masters, which we learned from, and Tai Chi masters that we learned from. And the basis of Qigong and Tai Chi is breath. And the breath then, in those days, the moisture in the air was good. Right now, it's a big big problem because of the changing climate. So I grew up with it. And then when I went into nursing, when I went into nursing, I discovered that the people were in a revolving door uh, process, that they get well to a certain point and they are discharged. Then they come back as a revolving door. And I was very disappointed. I, Being a nurse, I respected medicine, and I still do. But I think certain principles in medicine is uh, is not so healthy. Uh, in, in other words, um, even now I think the concept of having enough water is still deficient. You know, so I've based it on about 10 glasses a day average. And if they're slighter, then a little bit less. But we need that because we actually evaporate that much water from the air and the, um, uh, the, the urine and, and uh, bowels and, and sweating, etc. And so we lose about eight glasses a day. It's an approximation. So we need enough to replenish and to have surplus. So anyway, it's been proven time and time again, being observant and aware of the idea of moisture and water. And Now you as learned I, way back in time that because of oh, Chinese yeah. medicine, that... Yes, the water of the of the human life is, is is living with water in the body and living with water in the air, yes. and in the body as evaporates moisture like a sieve every day. And then you learn that when people go to the hospital with a symptom or a, um, an ailment, or they call it today diseases. They go and they, 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 it becomes a revolving door because they're not educating them in the hospital how to leave and begin to cure the symptom. It's just a remission yes. treatment. Well, in other they, words, you are going they, to be they, in they remission. I cannot say you're going to be cured. Now, can no. I ask you something? With all the years that you spent, have you noticed that a lot of those people go home and they don't take responsibility for themselves also to study and begin to find a cure and learning how to be healthier without the doctor standing there or all the medication. They want the medication to do it, not learning how to use their common sense to maybe find a cure for themselves. Have you learned it? There are people who just don't do that. Exactly, uh, Sharon. The education of the individual for self-help and self-care is grossly lacking. 
they try. But the thing is, they are not somehow impressing them upon the importance of taking their own health into their own hands. And that it is possible. The problem you is know, that I, it wasn't... You the- notice that they want to blame someone. A lot of people, not everyone. But there are people who want to blame someone and oh, not be take responsibility. In- yeah. Yes. That's a natural instinct, unfortunately, and we and we buy into that. And we don't teach them that, hey, everything starts with yourself. And that it's your mind that is the greatest healer of all. Right. And you've heard the brain. and certainly right. my cases indicates that if you have a strong mind, that you can heal what is thought impossible. And we've had this time and time again. I've had stage four cancer uh, healed, and the doctor at Stanford said, you're not only in remission, but you are cured. And that is really something for a physician to say. That's what it should be all about. Now, the lady that you you know, you use the word... You use the word magic, and I have another word, miracle. We hesitate to use that because we feel it's superstitious. And it isn't Mm -hmm. because I like to bring, I want to bring back the fact that your life is a miracle. Or you should begin to appreciate it if you haven't. And you need to look at it that everything that happens in your life is a miracle. And that if you've been suffering for a while from something, and then something else other than medicine and surgery, like let's say water, gets them over a big hump and they begin to feel better, you better look at that as a miracle. But they don't give tribute to that other Can than I medicine. Can I suggest and some, something that, that what has happened with health education mm-hmm. and with education of life? from the yeah. beginning of time. They forgot to educate and, and bring the, the miracle of Earth's planet, the planet Earth, mm. and how it originated to live with, to bring life to life and for life to be able to live and ex- be long-term life. Yes. What happened yes. with the planet Earth. Mm. And in Chinese medicine, what I have learned and what you've taught me is the brain, way back in time, thousands of years ago, began to look at the planet Earth as the miracle, like you said, that it provides this education, the story. And then people started looking at the Earth and wanting to study what is there that I don't understand. In other words, the, hum- the human life would go over to the water and look in- before they uh, had such a thing as a mirror. You didn't see yourself. So you walked over and you looked in the water, and all of a sudden, it's like a mirror in the water. You didn't know. You thought there was somebody else there w- talking to you, to you, because you, you found the water to be so powerful. And then when a rain would come down, all of a sudden, they're reaching out to the air and they're thinking, my gosh, what is this? This is something, a miracle. This is, uh, this is more of this stuff that I'm touching that's talking to me. And people began to learn thousands of years ago that the earth was, had a, a, a message for it. 
if they were willing to be curious, if there was a person who was curious and wanted to learn. The people that don't want to learn are, are also interesting because they just don't want to learn. But there's other people like yourself, Effie, who didn't want to stop learning. You've dedicated your life to want to learn. And the lady that you helped her stand up and, and go forward in her life was the magic of Earth's miracle of the water of life, the mirror and the water. Yes. And you were teaching her how to breathe. And some people, well, have you ever gotten, and I know you have, we all have, so tired and not feeling so good that you can hardly uh, yes. breathe? Yes. And you didn't that's notice because, that your breath went first? Yeah, well, the thing is, what happens is that we hold our breath without even knowing. Yes. You know, that when you're thinking, you, you hold your breath. Mm-hmm. When you're listening right. intently, you hold your breath. And when you're eating, right. you hold your breath. And when you're talking, you're holding your breath. <laughs> or if you get angry at something, all of a sudden you're upset. Mm-hmm. And you don't exactly. notice how your whole body... It's showing the behavior of holding your breath from head to toe. Well, this is why, Sharon, uh, that Qigong is so marvelous because Qi means breath and Gong means to work it, to manipulate it, or to cultivate it to its highest level. And in Qigong, you learn various uh, modes of action, that can do that. And so, so we super, supercharge our body with oxygen so that it will supercharge the circulation of blood. And blood brings oxygen to the trillions of cells that you have in your body. And therefore, the cycle begins. But when you hold your breath, then it all dies down. And if you don't breathe, then you're dead, period. Right? So when you have low and you don't have water, then you have low-level health at whatever level you have put yourself into. If you breathe very little, then you're going to be very sick. If you we have to a take a break bit, here in a moment, Dr. Chow, but have you ever noticed sure. when a person's going through a lot of stress, they exhaust themselves because they're not breathing, because they right. they're actually didn't realize the body and they're not drinking breath. So they're right. getting dehydrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, absolutely. And so the we need breath to take a breath. We need to take a breath for the moment. We're going to take a break. <laughs> yes. Don't go anywhere. And uh, we're right. going to bring our sponsor on. And uh, don't go anywhere because we're going to come back and you're going to teach people why breathing and nutrition are so vital to exciting new lifestyle. For life, for what you've been giving your life to, a new life for people to learn. We'll be right back. All right, Lynn, listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears. Kindness. Did you know the surface of your eye is 99% water? And when you apply the eye drop, it traps the moisture to slow it down. But only one product in the world, like your toothbrush, to maintain the surface of the eye's health. To slow that moisture loss evaporation down is nature's tears eye mist. With just a mist, I use it myself about four times a day to maintain the surface of my eye and the health of my eye, like I brush my teeth. 
I'll listen to our sponsor with just a mist, and we'll be back with Dr. Chow. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinerHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, um, in our world, we're almost reaching, in not too far future, having 8 billion people living on the planet Earth, living with the solar system. And it's rotation. And it's millions of years. We have babies that have been born already this year. There are over 73 million babies Mm -hmm. born this year. And do you think that the mothers and the fathers are being taught at the hospital for the baby the importance of water to drink? And then the baby has to learn to breathe. Are they being taught that at the hospital? Uh, I'm not aware of it. Oh, they I know it. They're not. Very, I studied that. Very scantily. Very scantily. You know. It I studied it. They're not. They're going home with a yes. lot of other little things in their folder and their mm-hmm. pamphlets. And, and they immediately begin this new life of when the baby's crying and how to deal with that and changing the diapers and how to nurse it, how to feed it. In fact, we've even had on here, uh, there's an outlook that you don't feed the baby any water while you're feeding it formula or nursing it because it may get too full of water. The babies know know when to reject anything. (laughs) They... They, babies are really uh, very, very intelligent, and we just have not honored that intelligence. Now, if everybody, with all the babies, this is what I recommend, could learn Qigong and to drink enough and to breathe well, that they will have much less problems in their growing up. Because we're dealing with the body, not just the physical body, but the mind and the spirit. And the mind and the spirit are the most powerful elements of life. And it has proven that your mind can overcome 
many things. It's not just in Qigong, but look at in uh, in the uh, Christian faith. If you have faith in something, how often is prayer healed where all else has failed? So we can equate that with Qigong is not a religion, but it is making the most out of your physical, emotional, and spiritual power. And that it teaches you that your spirituality can be the, the key for good health and for good life. When I say good life, it doesn't mean, oh, we have another car or we have another, or we have a yacht or anything like that. But it is that you feel peaceful and you feel healthy and you feel fulfilled inside you, regardless of your surrounding. And this is what water, air, and of course food, and psychologically and spiritually being in fullness, that you can be in the Hubbles and you feel like a queen or a king, or you feel that you are God. And this is not a blasphemy, because the phrase that says, God is in everyone, then I turn around and say, you are God. Because if we are then part of God... What you might be saying is that when you learn that there's something more powerful than you are to live with, when you reach out away from yourself and reach out to... A, a, a vision and 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 if we call it faith to live beyond yourself into something with something but much more powerful that you take the weight off of your life of exhaustion of what might be pressing you at the moment and with time and futuristic that you've taken away some of that weight that you were feeling that was heavy on you, to live away from your own skin into something more powerful. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, what you're saying exactly exemplifies what I want to discuss very importantly, is that the concept of the universe is universal, and that we are a microcosm within the macrocosm. And there is no separation. This is why in Chinese medicine, we talk about the fact that we, every cell, every atom is a tiny universe. And so each organ is a tiny universe that has everything in the universe. So therefore, if we are bad, we're reflecting a universe. If we are good, we're reflecting the universe. So there is the good and the bad, let's say, the negative and the positive polarities in physics. And so it is up to you to build yourself to the positive or the negative. And that's what Qigong and traditional Chinese medicine teach us, is that, and also the concept of energy, that if we are a body of energy, there is no separation between the cosmos or the universal energy uh, and that we are one. And that now, Dr. Ab- Chow, we've had on here with Dr. Pollock. And Dr. Yes. Pollock is the founder in his research at the University of Washington, world-known yes. phys- uh, scientist, that 
we are a, like a battery, and we're charging mm. with the electric energy of the atmosphere's water vapor. Electric. Yes. So when people learn to make the, provide themselves with, with, with learning how to breathe, how to drink enough water, to be able to be a healthy battery is drinking enough water, to live with the atmosphere's water vapor, electric charge of what Earth, how it began, and the power of something, much more power with faith, than, ju- than ourselves. In other words, to reach out like in Tai Chi and to reach out into the atmosphere and live with something much more powerful and feel that. Wait, well, let, let me express that in a different way uh, okay. than reaching out because we are the universe. So it's not reaching out, it's Realizing that we are part and one, so that we have more than ourselves, but ourselves is everything. Uh, It's hard to uh, understand. Um, I'm sure that listeners will say, what? What is that? But if we're connected, like quantum physics, quantum physics, and Fritjof Capra is a high-energy physicist that combined Taoism and physics. And he, his research said that there is no solid substance. What we see is a perception only, and that if we examine the solid substance, the large particles, it ends up to be interconnections, and you can call that energy, interconnections of smaller particles. And you examine the smaller particles, it is interconnections with smaller particles until it comes to the infinite that everything is connection of energy. So therefore, there is no separation between you and the atmosphere, even although the frequency... Okay, now there we go. You just taught us. You taught us. There is no separation. You literally... That the frequency of our skin is in a point where you see that it, it... Physically, you end there, but you do not. Energetically, you still connect. Because when I work with, uh, let's say, a stroke who had so much pain, and you couldn't get to her one and a half feet away, she'll say, oh, don't touch me. You can't tell her that, hey, Flo, I'm I'm one and a half feet away. I'm not touching you. You are, because you're touching her energetic expansion. And so I've helped people with pain by stopping where they say, and I say, okay, close your eyes, my dear, and or put a, 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 a you know, kerchief around her eyes so she cannot keep it, you know, and I would work that energy out there, one and a half feet away. I would okay. work that energy, and then gradually mm-hmm. got so that I could hold her feet that nobody could have held in two years' time, and I said, mm-hmm. okay, Flo, open your eyes. And I said, are you feeling okay? She would say, oh, yes. And then I said, take a look. I'm touching your feet. And she said, no, you're not. And she looked at it, and she still said, no, you're not. So I said, okay, give me your hand and touch my hand. And then she said, and I said, I'm touching your feet. She still says, no, you're not, until she touched her feet, her hand. 
And she said, oh, my God, I am touching my feet. You have two years. We have friends. Now, Dr. Chow, you go around, you go, you go around the world. And you've been brought all over in the because world. of this yes. uh, knowledge that you have, and you're able to go in and teach people. And what do you oh, call yes. this? When you go to do this, what do you call it? It's not called therapy, I'm sure. What is it called? Well, it's learning to heal yourself. There we go. Even though I am applying therapy at the time, because... Okay. With a stronger battery, it's like your battery charging your car, you know? In there a we simple go. I'm the battery right now to help the others because I have worked my energy up to a higher level. And mm-hmm. there are many different levels to reach, you know? And, and so, therefore, it's quoted that ordinary, normal people is probably at a three or four level of energy. Okay, now I'm going to put you on the spot on something here. Um, Dr. Shelley, I'm going to put you on the spot on something here. We have here in the United States, but other around the world, but here in the United States, we have a very serious addiction problem to drugs, uh, to alcohol, to yes. legal drugs, illegal drugs. We, they're, right. they're being predatorized with human trafficking. And yes. because well, of the concern of what's going on. What have you, have you ever gone, have you ever gone, been asked to help in, um, in, for the therapy or in incarceration, uh, in the jails or prisons to help <laughs> with this? Yes. Well, we not go into the prison, per se, but we've had veterans who's been on opiates for a long time and PTSD for 30 years of Vietnam. Yes, yes, of uh, course. But I'm talking about example. this addiction and problem we have. I know. The opiates is, and part of PTSD, they get well, on and alcohol opiates. and, yeah. Exactly. Yes, all addiction. And we have helped them definitely that they find their soul within themselves. And one of them said, uh, they said, I've been looking for 30 years to find my wholeness. And attending your weekend workshop, I found that. He was living in the hospital for years. And after that, in a matter of two months, he was able to be discharged and find an apartment with a friend. And for years, he has not been able to live on his own. So that is really something. And I think people need to hear this kind of story. And, and, and what it is, is you're teaching them. And, and of course, you're, you're back to people in the audience need to hear this seriously. I don't care if you're a scientist listening or you're the, the genius of the world. Drinking water every day is replenishing the body. To slow down on that water evaporation like a sieve. No two people exactly. evaporate the same. There are no two eyes alike, fingerprints, and more. Everybody is evaporating different. But you're teaching them how to breathe. You're teaching them how to look at their food as a, as a technology of nutrition for what might be healthy for them and maybe not for somebody else. Uh, you know, the same health, I mean. Everybody has a, should be eating, looking at their health for how they eat. So you're well, going in, thing. and what I'm saying, there should be people all over this country teaching what you teach. 
into these uh, yes. into the addiction problem. Yes. Because it's One serious. Thing. I've watched the emotions of people, and they're so yes. emotional. They, exactly. a, a fly could change the emotion of a person within a, mm-hmm. within a fly of a moment. Well, you know, what you say is true. One thing I find that most people, particularly if they have a problem, they really don't want to look at themselves. They really don't want to think about themselves unless it's something really critical. And we have to change that, that every day we should be conscious about how we feel. Every day we should see what our skin looks like, you know, not to the point that you're egoistical or, you know, focused on yourself, but general observation. People don't think about how they feel. The more they ignore it, the more they feel they're safe. And that's exactly the opposite. You know, they should notice, uh, you know, kind of a sense of their skin. Does it feel dry? And when I use the, the aqua... Now, can I you know, say water, something else there? Because there's me stressing that yeah. the first thing I would think about before they look at their skin, because they, they're so tired and exhausted and they're they have an addiction problem and they're, they're upset with themselves. They have to look in the yeah. mirror and they're not always liking what they see, but there, but how much water did they drink that day to be able to bring the evaporation or the hydration back to where it should be? And, and of course they need to count their glasses well, we, of water. Right. Well, we, we, we base the uh, estimate around 10 glasses a day. And it could be less, or it could be more. But that's the teaching them the observation of their response to everything. And so that they will be aware of it. Most people don't think about these things, and it's not taught when they're in the hospital either. For example, we got somebody who was imminently dying, but we got him moving. I mean, he hadn't moved for oh, weeks and in ICU, and we got his leg moving by itself and the arms moving, and I ran out and called the nurse, and I always do that when I'm in the hospital working with critical patients. When they make some improvement, I go call the nurse and say, look, this is what he can do now. No, he's not been able to do it, but with Qigong and working with and giving, and if they can drink, they give them water. But they oftentimes put them NPO, you know, when they have critical problems. That means no, mm-hmm. nothing by mouth. And, mm-hmm. and they would be wanting water. And I said, look, they have spit in their mouth, and it's less, it is more than one cc and all, and they're swallowing mm-hmm. it. So I know right. they can swallow at a certain point. So I would say, let me give a dropper, a one cc dropper of water in their mouth. And they can't choke on that, you know. And we do. And they start to be able to swallow, develop their swallow reflex. Cause if you can't, now, we only have a minute left with our show here, with, with your, what you're, we're doing. What would you like the audience to hear with your dedication, your background? You, you are world-known with what you've done. And been, you've been uh, awarded by presidents and and, uh, and and knighthood and many 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 things that you've accomplished in your life. Oh, and you just opened up the first Chigo Museum in China. Um, tell the audience what you would like them to learn. 
One, one of the, my uh, key uh, prescriptions is eight hugs a day and three belly aching laughs a day. We need touch and we need humor to survive as well as drink at least 10 glasses of water. And it's up to you if you drink that much or just a little bit more. But do not just take two and three glasses. And the other is doing the deep breathing every day, the Qigong breath. And we do have training programs, introductory and long-term training so that people can do what I now, do. Now, where did they go to find mm-hmm. your, uh, your uh, book? Your well, our, email, our email is eastwestqi at aol.com, but our website is eastwestqi.com. So our email and website are similar, except for the ending. And we'd be happy, very happy to discuss with you. And, and you have and DVDs, we can, you we have a book. We can put on introductory yeah. programs even, you know, 15 minutes, half an hour at your agency. And it's amazing. You know, we can prove that your energy is high or low uh-huh. in, in, when, when we're on site. Yes, and I do have a book called Miracle Healing from China, Qigong, and I have DVD one, DVD two, one is exercising, the other is using the energy points in the body, and then I have a meditation tape. If you go to YouTube, you'll find lots of things uh, about our work. YouTube and type in Dr. Effie Chow, and you can move through, and if you want some key one, now there's a PBS film, Half a one hour film, half an hour film on Qigong and our work. It's a PBS. I am sorry, film. we're out of time. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, I, I we all get the audience has been and told wish, how to find you, Doctor Effie Chow. And, and uh, I wish everybody up. good health and good love and peace. Thank, well, thank you, Sharon. you so much for being with us today, and we love thank you. you for all you, you keep do. up the work, and we'll t- be together again soon. I know. Yes. Oh, and have we nice are day. having a cruise in August too with uh, Chow Chi Gong on the seas, and you can ask us about that. We have a cruise okay. in the Mediterranean. We'll have a show. Uh, we'll have a show about that. I. We have to run. Okay. We're out of time, but you have a very special day, okay. and you be well. Thank you, and all of you folks, too. Be well. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Wow. We learned so much from Dr. Chow. There's some new research that you need to look up on Google. Look up water and the news. Could a 100 million ton iceberg alleviate South Africa's water problems? Look that up. In India, swapping crops could save water and improve your nutrition. I like that one. Pakistan could face mass droughts by 2025 as water levels near down to almost zero. Drinking tap water in the U.S. could give you cancer. My gosh, learn something. You know, water is water. It, it's got different, it's a species. It, you don't know what life's going to be like. Six million Americans drinking water containing unset levels of unregulated chemicals and problems. I want you to know that Earth is whispering to you, Earth has a secret. Embrace your health with your vision and dress for all life. Nature's pharma can be your new lifestyle and listening to this radio show, listening to our guests, 
the story, the research, the health education, and what go, what you can learn, a new discovery that could save your life and maybe in a conversation save somebody else's life too. It's the power of water. Tell your leaders of the world that water should be the priority of all life on earth and budgeting. Hope to talk to you, hope to talk to you again soon. And I thank you for listening today and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinerHour.com.